BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strain that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. I love taking seed so much because I really like I said, just had no idea where to begin with gut health. Like I wanted to do something, but there was just way too much information being thrown at me. So I wasn't doing anything. But now I know I'm getting exactly what I need and I just feel great. Visit seed.com slash circle and use code circle to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. We're back in the bed. Well, it's kind of a bed, but someone, sorry. Hi, by the way, it's a solo episode. I'm very excited to be talking to you guys, just us. It feels like it's been so long since we've had a solo episode, but I was thinking about how I just referenced that I was sitting on a bed and somebody... I was talking to like a parent of kids I used to teach and slash babysit and he has a podcast and so I went on his podcast and he referred to, if you want to listen to it, it's called, it's called One More Story and it's like you, he kind of like interviews you and then it's like a podcast for kids to listen to before they go to sleep and so like him and I kind of freestyled a story like a bedtime story. And then I freestyled one on my own. So it's, it was really fun. So you can go listen to it. But him and I were like catching up before we started recording. And he was like, yeah, well, I watched an episode that you recorded where you and your husband were sitting in bed together. And I was like, that is so awkward. Like that is so embarrassing. I, it is just one of those things where like, I don't think anything of it because it's like, we were just, we were sitting in bed together. Do you know, I know exactly what episode he was talking about when we were on vacation, we were recording in the hotel room. And so we had to like sit on the bed and, but the way he said it, I was like, that is awkward. And I feel weird that you saw that. And sometimes I just forget like the reach that these things have. And so I do something just thinking it's me and my sweet circlers. And then all of a sudden I'm realizing that like literally anybody can see it. And when you refer to it as the episode where you and your husband are in bed together, I just, I wanted to like die. I was so embarrassed. It was nothing crazy, obviously. It was just a normal episode, but I was still mortified. So there you have it. But we're back. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys because I feel like we've been having so many amazing guests on and it's been so much fun. But I also feel like there's just been so much happening in the world that I wanted to talk to my circlers about that you guys have like reached out to me to talk about that we haven't talked about. So I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. So I put on the circle time Instagram story, like what do you want to make sure I talk about? But there are a couple things that I know I want to tell you about before we get going. First thing from my circlers in the book club on Geneva 
And if you're not, go check it out. But I read a new book and it is called The Idea of You. And wow, if you don't know what this book is about, I had no idea. And Maddie Mao, I don't know how to say her last name. And I try to talk about this in one of my vlogs. Is it Mayo, Mayo or Mao? Maddie, let me know. Okay, please. But she is in the OKSIS podcast. She was on this podcast and she runs the Camber app and she's just the best. And she came over the other day to just hang out and we watched, what's the Taylor Swift, Miss Americana, that documentary. And we hang out, but she brought me this book to read because she knows that I like Harry Styles. And so she brought me this book to read and I read it in like two days and wow, it was really good. So like I said, it's called The Idea of You. And it's basically about this mom who's like 38 and she takes her 12-year-old daughter and her friends to a concert and a meet and greet for like the world's most popular boy band that like has the same exact vibe as One Direction. They're British. There's five of them. So it was, it was pre-Zane's exit. And it was like, they're they're very much mirror One Direction. And basically she starts this like fling with, the hairy one that would be in one direction. So his name is Hayes in the book, but like it's obviously the hairy one. So the whole time that she has this like, maybe it's more than a fling. I don't know. You'll have to read it. But this romance with who I'm picturing to be Harry Styles, it was just a really, it was a really fun read. I do have some thoughts. I don't want to give away too much. But I enjoyed reading the entire thing. I really loved it. I did not love the, how it ended. I was not thrilled on that. But I would love for you guys to read it so we can chat about it in the Geneva Book Club chat because I thought it was really, it was an easy, like, I, f- I fucking finished it so fast. I finished it in like two days. I couldn't put it down. So yeah, it was great. Now I started The Things We Leave Unfinished. I just read the first chapter last night and I think I'm really going to like this one. I have seen a lot of people say some good things about it, so I think I'm going to like it. And also I saw, or not I saw, Maddie, I texted her telling her I started reading The Things We Leave Unfinished and she said it was one of her top books of 2023, which is a crazy call because it is still, is it still the first half of 2023? Oh my God, I guess we're getting into the second half. July is like the six month marker. That's crazy, isn't it? It's so it's so crazy because I got married in 2023, as you guys know, because I, you know, can't stop yapping about it. But that feels like a lifetime ago in a good way. Obviously, it just feels like forever ago, but it really was not that long ago. It was only a few months ago, four, four-ish months. So I wanted to talk about that. And I also wanted to talk about the fact that Taylor Swift did sing Daylight in one of her at one of her shows yeah yeah she really did she really she you know I know she's a circler she just must have missed that episode where I publicly begged her not to do it until I I was in in until I was present but you know what that's okay she can't listen to every episode she's busy she's on tour so she must have missed that And it's okay because I'm happy for the people who got to hear it. I believe they got Dear John and Daylight in one go, which is crazy. I'm so curious. I'm so curious as to what she's going to sing at my show. Like, I love Taylor Swift. We all know that. But, like, there are some songs that, like, I simply just, you know, there's just... There's always like one or two songs that like you don't click 100% with. Like I'm never going to say that a song she made is bad. I'm going to say that sometimes they're not my favorite. And I'm just like a little bit worried that I'm going to get like just a couple songs that I don't really know. Like not that I don't know that I just can't like sing along to. Like there's a couple on Folklore and Evermore that I'm like, what the fuck is it? What song is this? I've never heard this song. And then there's like a couple on Midnight's I feel too. But that's okay. That's okay. I wouldn't be thrilled if she sang Innocent. (laughs) I don't know why all of a sudden I have beef with that song. I think I just like speak now Taylor's version came out, which I'm obviously was so excited about. But Cody and I just listened to the whole thing and he rated every song one through 10 and I vlogged it. So 
the vlog will be up probably like next week. So you'll be able to see it then. But it was fun. And maybe it'll be out sooner. I don't know, by the way. Just go check and see if there's a new vlog. But it was so much fun to listen to. And it was fun to hear his take. But when Innocent came on, I was like, we could be doing better things right now. Like, we could be moving on to better songs. Like, I just couldn't even finish it. And what's like, what's the deal? And then it's like, maybe because I say shit like this, this is why Taylor doesn't acknowledge my existence. Because sometimes I, I keep it too real with the Swifties. Do you think that's what it is? Or do you just think it's because like, I'm like, why, why would she, I guess we'll never know. But yeah, I just don't love innocent. So I'm kind of worried that that's going to be like, that's going to be, that's going to be one of my, my surprise songs. I just don't know what they're going to be. I'm going on August 5th in LA. I'm trying to get tickets for one other day because I just want to go one more time. But yeah, I love Taylor's version of Speak Now. I think it's so interesting just hearing the Taylor's version of all the songs because her voice sounds a little bit more mature. And sometimes she kind of changes like little things in the background of the song. And I'm like, I just want it to sound exactly the same. But it's okay. I kind of like to see the, the mature twist she puts on it. She did change the lyrics of Better Than Revenge. I get what she's doing. I totally get why she did it but the thing is it's okay I think we're all collectively like we're all collectively okay with she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress like it's kind of iconic like that song is so iconic and I just like no one like I don't think anyone's offended and I saw Eli Rallo posted a, a TikTok about this and she was like if someone said that I was better known for the things that I did on the mattress I would be so that would be such a compliment and it's true like I would be genuinely stoked if someone ever ever said that about me so it's a bummer because I wanted to hear grown-up Taylor kind of say that but you know what like as we grow we mature and Taylor took the high road, which is why we love her. And so I can't be mad at her for not saying she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But I'm also proud because I know she's doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's like, yeah, sure. But like, don't change it. Just keep the songs the same. Keep the songs the same because that's why we're so excited about Taylor's versions because we we want to listen to only the Taylor's versions. Like if I'm listening, because I all I listen to the Taylor Swift, the complete collection on Spotify. And so it plays all of the Taylor's versions and all of the old ones. And if and I can tell when it's an old one because she sounds younger. And I won't listen to it. I'll only listen to the Taylor's versions. But she's got to keep them the same. That's kind of what I feel. So I have really just been absolutely loving the summer vibes out there lately. I just, I'm, I'm a summer gal and I didn't know I was. And it's kind of new for me, but something I think has helped with that is seeing all the delicious foods you can eat during the summer. All the summer foods are just the best. Corn, tomatoes, all of that. And with HelloFresh and their seasonal recipes and summer menu, I'm eating those delicious summer foods, but I am also cooking them for myself. So I feel even better about it. It's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for quality you can truly taste. This summer, you can make your home the place to hang out with crowd-pleasing eats from a backyard bratwurst bar to tangy key lime pie. HelloFresh Market makes summer entertaining a cinch and who doesn't want to entertain in the summer? It's just the best. HelloFresh is one of my favorite things. I talk about it all the time because I truly love it so much. You should see me in the kitchen whipping up meals I never thought I would be able to, all because HelloFresh has taught me so much and really gives me confidence in the kitchen. They just make it so easy. They take care of the meal planning and then deliver the ingredients so everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right to your door, giving you more free time and fresh, tasty food. And I truly mean it when I say the meals are tasty. We have been using HelloFresh for years now, for a long time. And every single meal we've made is absolutely delicious. They never fail. You have to try it. Go to hellofresh.com slash circletime50 and use code circletime50 for 50% off plus free shipping. 
That's HelloFresh.com slash CircleTime50 and use code CircleTime50 for 50% off plus free shipping and see for yourself why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Anyway, so those are my thoughts on Taylor. Speak now, Taylor's version. You can watch the vlog where we kind of like rate every single one or Cody does. I like the vault songs. I didn't finish the one with Haley Williams because Cody was not into that one because it was like a little bit too slow for him. So I need to re-listen to that one. But I really liked all of them. I think I really liked the song When Emma Falls in Love. What I was thinking about today was like, obviously Swifties have no chill, right? Like, like Taylor Swift had to be like, hey guys, I wrote these songs so many years ago. Please don't like go personally attack the people that the songs are about. Like, let's not do that because no one needs that to be a thing. Like she had to like tell all of, I want to say us, but it's not, I'm not doing that. So maybe like you, I'll say us because I'm a Swifty. She had to tell us all to chill. And also, did you see John? Sorry, now I'm like doing exactly what she said not to do. But did you see when John Mayer put the like, please be kind thing on his Instagram story the night of that it was released? It's like, okay, are you scared? Are you so scared? <laughs> Maybe you, you shouldn't have done what you did. Anyway, but what was I going to say? I'm so sorry. I just dis, I just disobeyed you, Taylor Swift, and I talked about that. But um, I'm like, okay, she releases this song when Emma falls in love. And now my whole For You page is like fan edits of Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, right? And I'm just curious, like, if that is who the song is about, like we don't even know that for sure. But like, if that is the case, Taylor Swift and Emma Stone had to have had a long conversation about if it's okay if Taylor Swift releases this song. Because like, we don't know that this song exists. It's a vault track. So like she really didn't have to release it if she didn't want to. Emma Stone must have been like, yes, it's totally fine. Because like, do like they had to have known this was going to happen because we can't, like the Swifties cannot just fucking relax. Like now everybody's obsessed with Emma Stone and fucking Andrew Garfield. And Emma Stone, I believe, is married to someone else. And it's like, just maybe like, I feel, just feel bad. Cause it's like, they're all these like really cute edits. Like I saved one of them to my phone so I could show someone. Like I just, it's gotta be weird that like you're, friend who's like the most popular singer in the world the biggest superstar with the most intense fan base that will get to the bottom of everything releases a song about you and potentially your ex-boyfriend we I don't actually know that for sure and now everybody is saying that you guys should get back together when actually nobody knows what happened in that relationship like they probably shouldn't get back together because she's like married and clearly like something happened within those five years that made it so that like maybe they they weren't going to work out. But I just think it's funny like now everybody's obsessed with this. But it's like you guys realize that Taylor Swift wrote this album so fucking long ago. Right. And so maybe back then it was cute and good but something happened five years later when they broke up that like maybe wasn't so cute and good and then she found someone that was actually right for her so I feel like we should maybe like remember that little portion it's not just about John Mayer it's also about like Emma Stone perhaps and all the people that all the other people that Taylor Swift writes about I was just kind of stressed for Emma Stone today you know really took that one on maybe I didn't have to but I did because it's got to be annoying. And it's like, that's the price you pay when your best friends are Taylor Swift. I would pay that price. I would. And like, I have nothing really interesting in my past, at least nothing that like the whole world would care about. So, I mean, I would probably be a good friend for Taylor Swift to have actually. But if I was her friend and then she wrote a song about me from when I was like a kid being in love with someone else and now the whole world thinks that I should be back with my ex-boyfriend, I would be pretty miserable. But Emma Stone must not care because I'm sure they talked about it. I can't imagine Taylor Swift releasing that song and I'm not talking about it. So there you have it. I think that is my favorite vault song. My other favorite vault song that I really liked was, I like don't have all the titles of the vault songs memorized. Does that make me 
like the worst fan in the world. Oh no. Okay. I like timeless. I liked that one a lot and I liked foolish one. So yeah. Oh, and also let's talk about the Taylor Lautner of it all because I feel like that's like interesting, I guess. I think it's sweet that they're friends still. Obviously they have a little bit of a history, but like this is proof that it was so long ago that like it doesn't really matter that much, you know? Because they're totally fine. They're friends now. He's married to Taylor Lautner and she is Taylor Swift, so she doesn't really care. And now they're all friends and it's so beautiful and I'm just like so happy for them. Should we talk about the flip? Because I thought the flip was so ridiculous. I mean, like, I I loved it because it's, like, so classic Taylor Lautner. I used to have a huge crush on Taylor Lautner. I used to think he was so cute. I, oh, my God. Sorry. My cats are full-on brawling and hissing at each other. They're just, like, brother and sister. You know, they're fine now. They're They're done. They're done. They've separated. Anyway, I used to think he was so cute. Before I knew who Robert Pattinson was, I maybe would have said I was team Jacob. I couldn't get past the hair, but I never really got into Twilight. But obviously then I saw Robert Pattinson and there's no going back to team Jacob after you've seen team Edward. Anyway, so I've always thought Taylor Swift was cute. I thought it was cute when they dated and they were in the movie Valentine's Day together and like they had little crushes on each other. It was nothing too serious. She wrote back to December about him. Blah, 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 blah. And he's always been like, so like he always, he did the like, thing with the fucking you know that thing with like the big sticks he's like flailing around whatever that's called and that's probably I should look at the name of that because it's like you know of a skill he's very skilled and athletic and he does flips and he does like a lot of action stuff you know so I think that was fun and I just didn't think that he still had it in him because, you know, he's like a grown man now. He's not like a little agile teen. And like the Eras tour, the energy in that stadium brought it out of him. He didn't know. He said he didn't know he was going to do a flip. And I just, something about it makes me laugh so much that he, he got on stage at the Eras tour and like the rush of excitement took over him so much that he ran and flipped like out of excitement and it's really endearing and pretty sweet. And then he said some really nice things about Taylor Swift on stage. And it's very sweet. Cause remember in Valentine's day when he ran and he did the flips and she was like, go baby. You're so, so smart, so hot or something. And he did the same thing. And so like, that was sweet. I was curious. And to Taylor Lautner, if you want to reach out to the pod and let us know, were you sore after that? And like, did like in the moment when you flipped, this is what I was thinking when I was watching it. Did you feel something like tweak? Like, did you feel a pull? Did you feel a muscle pull? And like, like did you get hurt? But you were like on the stage at the Ares tour. And so you like had to just kind of move past it. But you were like, that one's going to hurt later. Like, are you still icing something after the rogue flip at the Ares tour? That's what I want to know. So if you want to let me know, feel free to let the circlers know. I just want to make sure you're feeling good after that flip. When was the last time before that time that you had done one of those? And I, you know, if I could flip and I got asked to be on stage at the Eras tour, I would flip without thinking because of out of excitement too. So I totally get it, but I'm just curious. I keep running out of breath. I just haven't talked this much in so long. You know, I usually have guests and stuff. It's my first solo episode in forever and I just can't stop yapping away. So I know many of you circlers have mentioned that you are entrepreneurial, which I love. And I always get questions on how to start growing a brand or working for yourself. And something that I used to struggle with a lot is just like the starting part of it all, because I would have an idea or a vision and I would get so overwhelmed with worrying about just where to even start that I would just put it off completely. And that was until I found Squarespace and Circle Time is sponsored by Squarespace, which is just so exciting. If you don't know what it is, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So if you're just starting out or you're trying to grow your brand, whatever it is, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, sell products, sell content, anything, all in one place and all on your terms. How much more could you ask for? It's the best. Some of the features they have that I just love and find to be so helpful 
are the asset library where you can upload, organize, access all of your content, manage all your files from one place, one little central hub and use them across the platform. So it just makes it easy. It's all right there for you. They also have custom merch. So you could easily sell custom merch and create that income stream to engage your audience and boost your brand. And they have the flexible website templates, which I think is the most helpful because you can customize the site to exactly how you want it to look, what features you want on it. And it just looks professional. I wouldn't know where to begin with start with creating a website, but it's easy to navigate and it's easy to use. And it's so helpful. Squarespace just makes it so easy and it makes everything just feel kind of possible. You know, the world is your oyster. So go try it for yourself. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash circle time to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. You guys will love it. Try it. I cannot wait to see what you do. Anyway, so I asked you guys, what are some other things you want me to talk about here on circle time? And the first one here is what are your thoughts on Canada, which is like so random because this she's a Canadian fan and my sweet husband, Cody, is Canadian, as you know. I love Canada. I think it's beautiful. I think it's clean. I think it is so wonderful. I think ketchup chips are delicious. I love the wildlife. And I just love the air there in Canada. I love Canada. I'm a big Canada fan. Thank you for asking. I've been all around. Calgary, obviously, that's where Cody's from. And then they did a tour there, TMG. So I went to those stops like Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, Vancouver. We've been to Banff, Canmore. I've been there. I'm just naming places I've been in Canada now, but I love it there. I really do. It's a great place. Oh, Canada. Anywho. Anywho. Okay, here's a good one. Your takes on Love Island so far. Holy shit, this season is good. If you're not watching Love Island season 10 because season nine was so boring, I totally understand. Cody and I actually didn't even, we didn't even get through the first few episodes of season nine. Something about it, we were just like, we were just bored. But I think the stars aligned for this season and us because we were in London when the season started. So we got to really like watch it you know, where we, where it felt right to watch it. We got to watch it with our friends there. And so that was really fun. And then we just got into it. And let me tell you this season, Love Island is back, baby. It is back. It is so good. I think that the people that they cast this season are great. I think the producers are on it. Like, I don't know. I have been loving this season. The boys like are all kind of like lame. Like they're all kind of like I don't know. I feel like they can't really get their shit together. And the girls are kind of taking charge. You know, the girls this season are great. I really love most of the girls. There's no one that's like drives me too crazy out of the girls here and there. I get a little annoyed, but like the boys are, some of them are just like too much, but it makes for good TV and it's very fun. So I've been really enjoying season 10 of Love Island. So you want to talk more about it we totally can but i in case you haven't started watching it i highly highly recommend our move is going well that's something else that a lot of you guys wanted to hear about everything is good we're just at that like awkward place right now and moving tell me if you know what i'm talking about we're like you move in to a new place right and you are like fucking ready to go you have all these tabs open i had like like a Google doc of all of this furniture I liked and I'm looking at this and I'm looking at that and I am so ready to make this place, make my house a home, you know? And then I get a good amount of furniture. We kind of like, we move some new furniture in, kind of take care of the big stuff. And you kind of just stop trying because it's livable, but there is random piles of crap in every single corner of the place, you know, and you're like, oh, I'll take care of that one day. Oh, yeah, no, I'll definitely take care of that one day. Doesn't happen. So right now we're in that stage where it's just like it's so livable and it's wonderful and we love it. But like there's kind of just there's just like a little bit of shit everywhere. There's just a little bit 
of stuff all over the place, you know, that we quite that we that we haven't really put away. That's where we're at. We are waiting for some more furniture and waiting to like do some more interior designing. We're thinking about getting an interior designer, which we kind of were like going back and forth on doing. And I think, you know, we kind of talked about this in the episode where Cody was here and we know what we like now and we know what we're going for. And now that we've gotten like the bigger things kind of we that we took care of and figured out where we want things. I think now we both feel like it's okay to get someone else in here and like really tackle the rest of it because like it's like a full-time job, you know, and we're lucky enough to find someone then, then we will and we'll work with them. But I think this time around we'll be a lot more like vocal on what we want. We just like know what we want, where, what kind of vibe we're going for. So I think it's going to be a totally different experience, but, and we'll be a lot more hands-on. So I think that'll be good. But we haven't decided yet. We need to pick one and all of that kind of stuff and really look into it because we want to make sure we find the right one and not just like settle on the first one we find. So that's what we're doing. But it's been good. We just need, I need to get my organizer, Bailey, shout out Bailey at the Organized Bungalow. She is the best. She helped organize our old place. She helped us move. When we first moved in here, she helped us like find places for everything. She's literally the best. We are waiting to get more furniture and to kind of like get everything settled and then she'll come in and organize again. And I cannot wait for that because she's a lifesaver. So yeah, we'll do that and we'll figure it out. But right now it's just like, there's like small little clutter everywhere and I'm kind of over it. Like I know the place is a disaster but it's livable and so it's fine. And I knew we were going to get to this point and this point just like drives me insane. So hopefully we'll get the ball rolling again. I'm waiting for this damn bookshelf. I ordered a bookshelf off the vintage site Cherish, which I love, by the way, I've been using so much, but I ordered a bookshelf off of there and they said it was going to take like 12 weeks and it's definitely been 12 weeks. I'm pretty sure that was in like April that I ordered it. So I'm still waiting for that. But like all of the books that are going to go on the bookshelf are like sitting in front of the fireplace right now. And like that is not helping with the clutter. So I'm just kind of like we're just in like a waiting period right now. But I've started vlogging again, which I'm really happy about because I was just kind of like in a vlogging funk, I feel. But I've started vlogging again. So I'll be able to like capture more of the move like on video as we go. I'll talk about it on here, but you'll be able to see it in my vlogs too which will be really nice because, you know, I haven't talked, like I haven't vlogged in a long time. I just like, sometimes when I don't pick up my vlog camera in a while, getting back into it is just kind of hard for me. So I was struggling for a second to pick it up, but I did. And I did a good vlog when we were in Vegas, going to finish that one up and then kind of get back into the routine. So thanks for being patient with that. If you have been curious, I just was in a little vlogging funk and that's okay. That happens. And I feel like, I feel like something that I do so that I never like resent my career or anything like that is like, if I'm not, if I don't feel like it's right, if I don't feel like sharing my life on camera for a few weeks, then I just won't because I feel like I need to like respect myself and like listen to myself. If I'm saying like, I don't want to film right now. I don't want to share every single thing right now. You have to listen to that sometimes because I always want to keep my relationship with you guys and like the people who watch my vlogs. I want to keep that like authentic and I feel like if I'm forcing it, then I'm going to start to resent it and I never want to resent it. I always want it to be real and be me and be what's going on. So I just needed a few weeks, but we're back. We're vlogging again and I'm yapping away again. I have missed talking to my sweet circler so much. All right, so there are so many times where a circular calls in during story time and we talk about dating and I see it on the Geneva too and I feel like it's just, you know, a conversation that a lot of you are having and a bunch of you want to meet new people or you're getting back out there after a breakup and I just want to help in any way that I possibly can, which is why I want to talk to you about Hinge. Hinge is a dating app designed to be deleted because Hinge is the intentional dating app that actually works. And why is that? 
Why does it work, do you ask? Well, Hinge is just different. You can easily build a unique profile using their feature called Hinge Prompts. Prompts help you showcase your personality to share your interests, your humor, and your dating intentions. Your potential matches can then respond to your prompts, skipping small talk and getting straight to those more meaningful conversations. I think this is just so great because then you can tell if someone actually like gets you and your sense of humor or if they have a sense of humor or if they're into the same things as you. And I just think it's so important to figure that out before you sit down with someone and have to have like a real conversation with them. You know, I have helped some of my friends with their hinge profiles and I love helping them with the prompts because it's just so fun. It's fun to let your personality shine and be yourself so you can really find someone who matches you. The prompts are so fun. Like there is one that says the way to win me over. And you already know my answer is obviously by getting me a frap and enjoying it with me and letting me enjoy my fraps because then I know that person isn't scared to have a little fun and embrace the fraps and live their life, you know? And it's then it's just easy to find find the right person for you. And I know so many people who have met their person using Hinge, and I know my circlers can too. So if you're looking for a meaningful relationship, download Hinge today, meet someone great, and then delete Hinge when it feels just right. And there's something else that I have to fucking update you guys on that I have not talked about. I don't know how I've gone 30 minutes without talking about this. Okay. Guess what I finally watched on TV? Guess when I finally sat down and dug my teeth into. Are you making guesses? It came out last year. New season starts on Friday, July 14th. I finally watched it the summer I turned pretty. Holy shit. So basically, I, I watched the first couple episodes like when it first came out and like I just I got distracted. And so I never finished it. And then like my best friend watched it and she was like, you have to watch it. You're going to love it. And I was like, OK, I will. I will. I will. I will. And I never did. And then I started seeing stuff about the new season coming out. And I was like, why haven't I watched this? And I was home alone for a couple of days. Cody was in Toronto and I was like, this is seems like the perfect thing to watch when I'm home alone. Like such a good girl time, couch time show. So I watched it. And boy, oh boy, was I hooked. I mean, obsessed, you guys. I went to, I watched the entire thing in like two days. I mean, it's seven episodes. It's not that crazy, but they're an hour long. And I went to breakfast with my mom the next day and like, couldn't shut up about it. I was like, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. We went to Tahoe with our friends the weekend after. Me and my best friend who had already seen it made our other two good friends like sit and watch. Jenna and Ange made them sit down. We were like, you guys have to watch this. And they did. And they loved it. So I watched the entire season twice in like less than a week. And then I made my friend Nat watch it. So she's been watching it. So everybody can be ready. So we can all be in our group chat and we can all talk about it because I need to talk about this, okay? It is such a good show. I mean, sure. Are there some parts that are like so cringy and just like so classic teen, whatever? Yes. But like, come on. It is so good. Like, I just, I love it. If anybody's curious, are you kind of wondering what team I'm on? Am I team Connie? Am I team Jeremiah? And my team, Cam Cameron, I'm so, so much team Connie. I can't even think straight. (laughs) I am like rooting so hard for Connie and Bella, Bella, Connie and Belly to end up together. Like I am very much team Connie. Listen, Jeremiah He's great. He's obviously like so sweet, so charming, so fun, so just like lively. Jeremiah's wonderful, obviously. But I don't, I don't, I'm confused. He only started to like Belly like after Connie seemed to like Belly. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like buy it from Jeremiah. Cause like in all the flashbacks and stuff, like it's Connie that's giving Belly the attention. Like, it's always been Connie and Belly. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I don't know. I don't know. I love him as a person. I just don't love him for Belly. 
I'm not team jelly. I'm simply not. I'm so team Connie. It's not even funny. I know he's like, he was kind of like, he was kind of like being a lot this first season, but he was going through so much. He had so much on his plate and he was just holding it all in. Okay. And like, I don't know. I've, I've heard that season two is not good for you if you're on team Connie. So I'm kind of like scared, but team three, I mean, team three, season three apparently is for the Connie girls. So that's me. Anyway, that show as just like I have been so into it. Like my whole TikTok is like the summer I turned pretty. I'm very excited for the new season. And I can't believe I just had never watched it before. Like I don't know why why it took me so long. At all. But it did. And I'm and I'm happy it did because I would have had to wait so long for the new season and now I only have to wait like a week. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. And that is really all the things I had to tell you guys about. And you guys asked about some other stuff, mainly like speaking out Taylor's version, new house, updates on the pets. The pets are doing good. Both the cats are in the room that I'm in right now. They both, they really like laying on this rug that I have in here that I don't think is going to stay in here. So I feel kind of bad about that, but they like it in here. They're both sleeping. It's funny because in this, this is my new office. And so in this room, there's like a sliding door. It's not, it doesn't latch, it slides. And so they can open it. So when I'm recording, I try to shut the door and they either want in or out over and over and over again. So I have to leave the door open when I record. But right now they both want to be in here listening to the sweet sounds of their mother's voice. Isn't that right, guys? They're both sleeping. <laughs> Cats are sleep so weird like chili like lays down and sleeps like a normal person animal but like ham is just sitting up sleeping and brisket's like laying down but like not relaxed but they're both asleep ham come here come here um, well i tried to get him up here to say hi but they're too tired but other than that, the pets are great. They're all adjusting. They love the new house. And Chili's obviously perfect in every single way. Thank God, as always. And we're going to do another Q&A episode soon because I see some questions on here that are like more Q&A vibes that I would love to answer and get into. And then we're also going to do a full voicemail episode soon because when we have guests on, sometimes let me know how you guys feel about this actually because sometimes I feel... Like the guests give really good advice, but then sometimes I also feel like you guys are calling in to me to talk about certain situations and sometimes they're really personal situations. And like, obviously you're calling in knowing that I might display the call to like all of the circlers. So I guess you don't care if it's private or not, but sometimes I'm like, if you just called thinking only I was going to listen to it and then I'm playing it for someone else and we're both talking about it, I don't ever want to like... I don't ever want to like break the circular trust. So if you guys are fine with me doing them on guest episodes, then like I'll try and bring them back when I can. Sometimes it's hard because like with guests, you're kind of just like chatting about a bunch of stuff. But let me know about that. But since it's just me, let's do a voicemail or two, shall we? It's been so long and we will do a full voicemail episode, just me and the voicemails. So make sure that you send some in. There's like a link to the speak pipe. That's what it's called. It's in the description. It's in the description of the episode, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, if you like click on the on, or Apple Podcasts, if you're if you click on the description of the episode, you'll find it there. Just like scroll down. It says leave a voicemail here. And it's also in the description of the YouTube videos if you're watching on YouTube. And yeah. Let's listen to one, shall we? Hey, Kelsey and all my fellow circlers. My name is Casey. And my question for you is, what the heck are we eating for lunch these days? Lunch is truly one of those meals that just stresses me out and I could really use some inspiration. I want something that's healthy, but also delicious. And my partner just eats the same thing every day for lunch and I just can't do that. Is it too much to ask for easy, healthy, delicious, and affordable lunch ideas. I'd love if you have any recommendations. Thanks so much. 
Oh my God, what a fun question. Casey, love it, except it's kind of tough because I also struggle with lunch. I feel like that's the meal I struggle with the most out of all my meals, I guess. But let's think. Some things I love eating for lunch. You know what I've been into lately is like, well, not lately. I guess I've liked these for a long time, but like the sausages, hear me out. The sausages from Trader Joe's. There's like chicken apple one. There's a bunch of other ones. And they're like so easy. Cut it up, like saute it and like have that. This is the thing. Like that to me does not feel like enough, but I don't know what else would go on the side. You know, I really love those sausages from Trader Joe's. Something else from Trader Joe's that I love. They have these frozen protein veggie burgers. They're so good. I put mine in the air fryer and like either I either have like two of them, either have one or two and that's like really filling and there's a lot of protein in them. So that's a really like good, easy one. You can make a little burger, you put some cheese on it. You can like do whatever, whatever you want really. But that's one of the ones I like. Lately I've been doing, I kind of do this for breakfast, but like sometimes for lunch, I guess two hard boiled eggs and then two pieces of avocado toast. I know that's definitely more of like a breakfast vibe, but it's so filling. And like who says that that can't be eaten for lunch, you know? And this is what I've been doing in my avocado toast. I do avocado, obviously, lemon juice, cumin, garlic powder, salt and pepper. And that's it. Spread that on to like little pieces of toast. And then on top, do hot honey and like Parmesan cheese. Bria Lem on TikTok. She used to make avocado toast all the time. And that's where I got the hot honey and the Parmesan cheese. You could do a little like balsamic glaze too. That's really good. But that makes it feel a little bit more like filling, I feel like. And the hard boiled eggs, I just hard boil them, chop them in half and put some salt on them. That's It's like just like the perfect little meal. I love that. I was making myself spinach salads for a while. And I would do like spinach, carrots, garbanzo beans, hemp hearts. What else would I put on there? Hearts of palm, sometimes tomatoes, and then some like olive oil and salt and pepper and lemon juice and stuff like that. Or you can do like Dijon. You can make a little Dijon dressing. Those are like my usual lunches that I go for when I go for lunch. But lunch, Casey, I get it. It's a struggle. It's a struggle for me as well. It really is. But those are some quick, easy easy ideas. I feel like Trader Joe's frozen section has a lot of like generally healthy stuff that is easy that you can just like whip up pretty easily. So that's my recommendation. And if anybody else has any like quick, easy lunch recommendations, put it in the the Geneva, like the recent episodes one. And Casey, you can join that and you can see what people are saying. If you haven't joined There's a highlight on the Circle Time Instagram at Circle Time Pod and you can click on it and then you'll be able to join. So yeah, give us your other lunch recommendations there because I'm curious what you guys are eating because I need some too because lunch is always a struggle. It really is. So that was a great question. Should we do Uno Mas? Uno Mas voicemail. This one's only 11 seconds and I'm kind of scared. Okay, we'll do it, but I'm scared. Hey, it's Liv. Love the potty. I'm over in New Zealand and there's a bunch of us who are such big fans and we're wondering if you guys would ever post your wedding video. Oh my God. Okay, I did not need to be scared of that. That was like very, that was really cool. Liv, that was like a really cool. <laughs> How are you so chill? Hey, it's Liv. Love the potty. Anyway, where's the wedding video, bitch? That was the most chill voicemail I've ever gotten. Absolutely loved it, Liv. Shout out New Zealand. We have have not yet received our wedding video because good things take time. So I'm not, we haven't received it, but I, I don't think we're going to be sharing it. I think there are just some things that we want to keep private and just for us and our family. And that might, might just be one of them. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that. I really am, especially 
especially you, Liv. I'm sorry to break the news. You're so chill. And New Zealand seems, well, New Zealand is awesome. I've been there and I absolutely loved it. But I don't think we will be sharing it. I think there are just certain things we want to keep for ourselves and for ourselves. And that's one of them. But that being said, I will share some more pictures because I feel like I really did not share as many pictures and talk about it as much as I should have and as much as I want to. And so maybe in lieu of the entire wedding video, because that just feels a little private, I will share some more pictures as a compromise. Once I get the wedding video, hopefully soon, I'll share some more pics. And I hope that that is a good enough compromise. I really do because I want to share more about it with you guys and just like show you more things from it. I just never did for some reason, but I would love to. So I hope that that is a good compromise for no wedding video. But there is a little teaser of our wedding video on our videographer's TikTok. So you can go look at that if you haven't seen it. It's, I can find their at for you right this second at J and Mac Films, J-A-Y-M-A-C-K, at J and Mac Films. And our little wedding teaser is on there. So you can go see, there's a little clip of it there for you guys. And there we have it. Those were some seriously fun and different voicemails. Those were like cute and fun. So thanks for calling in. Make sure you call in and we will do a full voicemail episode very soon, which I'm excited about. And that is kind of the end of this episode. Before we go, obviously, we will do a journal time. I only have two journal questions here, and I'm not sure what they are. So let's do one, shall we? What is the best month of the year? Have I answered this before? I feel like I have. I think May. I think May is very much up there. I love May. I love springtime. I also like September because that's when my birthday is. And I love December because Christmas vibes. Like just, it really is the most wonderful time of the year. You know, like there is a reason that song was written. The lights, the happiness. There's like happy energy I feel in the air and around the holidays. So, but you know, this summer I'm feeling like such a summer gal. I really am. So like maybe July, would that be crazy? I've never said July before, but I've been loving it. So those are my, those are my top months for you guys. Yeah, that's. I feel like I've answered that question before, but there you have it. There's my answer. I'm very much feeling summer right now. So that's that. And that's the end of our circle time. And it's sad because I want to keep talking forever because I love you guys. But that is the end. So thank you very much for listening. I love you all so much. And... Make sure to, you know, give this five stars, leave a nice little review, and yeah, love you guys. See you next time. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.